You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to the first solo episode of season three. I am so happy to be here with y'all and so happy to talk about this topic in particular. I think it was definitely a theme of the first three sessions was just talking about time and how Rachel is balancing it and using it and, you know, where it's going in her two businesses. And so I really want to be able to dive in and tell you what the top three time traps that I see people fall into are and definitely what to do if you're short on time. So some of these traps will be relevant to what you heard from Rachel so far and some won't, but it's so important to check yourself on these traps because it is really easy to get stuck here. And if you're not investing your time well in your business, you're definitely not making as much as you could be. You're definitely not growing as much as you could be. And quite honestly, you're probably way more frustrated and overwhelmed than you need to be. So after doing this work for years, these are basically the three biggest places that I see people get themselves stuck. And then at the end, we're going to talk about exactly what to do if you're short on time, obviously, throughout explaining each of these. It will also become clear how you can shift them. But really valuable to pay attention here because I think that time is one of those things that we so often don't see as our issue or our problem, so to speak, or we do, but we think that we'll solve it through other things like What most of my clients think when they come to me is like, well, if I just made more money, the time stuff would take care of itself. Like then I would hire the VA, the cleaner, the nanny, the whatever, right? Like there's such a story where like if I just made more money, the time would sort itself out. And what I can tell you is that's very rarely true. Of course, making more money does help in terms of delegation. But if you're not treating your time with respect and reverence and intention from the beginning, making more doesn't solve that. And quite honestly, it makes it way harder to make more money. So my point in saying all that is if you're kind of quick to dismiss the time stuff or feel like, well, that's not my issue or that's an issue, but it will be fixed by this other thing. This episode is for you, (laughs) and I really want you to listen as well because, quite honestly, you will probably see yourself in a lot of this, and it will help you see that transforming that now is possible. Like You don't have to wait until you make more money or whatever, and in fact, again, the, the transforming it now is what will get you to more money and more growth. Cool? All right, so let's dive in. So This one we definitely saw (laughs) with Rachel, and that's why we're starting with it. But the first time trap is thinking you will ever, ever be able to get it all done or that that's even a remotely sustainable concept, right? So getting it all done is not a sustainable concept in entrepreneurship, right? Because there's always more you could be doing, right? There's always another idea, another thing. I think that one of the best things about entrepreneurship is that there's always another opportunity to make more money or to create the next idea. But it's also one of the hardest things about entrepreneurship, right? Because the money is unlimited. And so you're kind of always feeling like there's more, there's more, there's more. 
And so we bring a nine to five mentality to entrepreneurship and we think that we have to like zero out every day or get it all done or inbox zero no matter what. And we just have to see that it's not the same thing, right? So we can't bring that limited mentality from, say, our corporate into the unlimited potentiality of entrepreneurship and not feel fucking crazy all the time, right? So good news, bad news. You will never get it all done, (laughs) you know? And that's great news because that means you have peace and can let it go. And that's bad news because a lot of us, especially us like type A high performer control freaks, want to get it all done, right? But Really what entrepreneurship forces you to do is to get intentional about the things that actually move the needle forward, the things that actually need to get done because they create the best results instead of things that need to get done so you can check them off a list, right? This is what screws with us, right? Is a lot of us spend a ton of time wanting to do the things that we can put the pretty check mark next to instead of spending time doing the things that move the needle forward, right? So here's an example that we talked about with Rachel is that idea of not just staying up late to zero out, right? We were talking about how like, you know, that one occurrence where she mentioned that she like had stayed up till 1 a.m. to get stuff finished, but then the next few days she suffered a ton because she was really tired and unmotivated and it was hard for her to find inspiration and all of that, right? And so that idea of like checking things off to check them off versus really thinking holistically about what we need to create success, i.e. sleep and energy and inspiration, it's really, really valuable to see here. So if you're operating on the get it all done checklist only mentality, the likelihood that you're being able to, you know, get inspired in your content, contribute in other ways, focus, you know, really intentionally on the things that drive sales is small, quite honestly, right? So the get it all done is almost in direct opposition to your growth, even though it feels like it isn't, right? Like I totally get that. Like I for sure am the person that will write something on their to-do list just to check it off. So like I get you and what I've really learned in entrepreneurship is that that can be a fun thing to play with, the checking things off. But if we make our whole business, our whole set of priorities dictated around getting more done and getting it all done, we're fighting a losing battle, right? So We have to be okay that there will always be more in business. There will always be more to do. And then our work is to set up the system so that, number one, we have the boundaries that support that. But number two, we don't let that create consistent anxiety, right? If, again, if you've come from the corporate world, you're the type A, you're the high performer, right? Not getting it all done every night can create this like base level anxiety that just kind of sticks with you. But it's really kind of turning your brain into like, okay, but did I do the most important things today? And really finding that new thought process and new container where it's not, did I get it all done? It's, did I do the things that move the needle forward? Right? Because what a lot of entrepreneurs will do is they'll do a ton of things, right? Like how many people have like felt so good re- writing that page on their website or changing their branding colors or doing whatever a hundred times and being able to check it off the list each night. But then having that low-grade anxiety because they're not actually doing the stuff that move them forward, right? So 
really being able to flip this container in your head where it's not about, did I get it all done? And it really is about, did I get the most important things done? Because that is going to be the only thing that is sustainable in entrepreneurship, right? Especially as you grow, you guys, like, you are never going to get it all done. Like, you're not running... (laughs) Uh, multi-six-figure, seven-figure, multi-seven-figure business and feeling like you can zero out every day. And so if that is too high of a priority in your business right now, you're stunting your growth, quite honestly. Okay? So really changing that concept to, did I do the most important things to move our business forward today instead of, did I get it all done? I really, really want you to play with that because the trap, again, is thinking you'll ever be able to get it all done or that that's even sustainable, right? Another thing with this one is just having really appropriate boundaries and response times with clients. So a lot of times when we're feeling like, oh, I got to get all done, I got to get all done, most of my clients that feel that pressure, like we've set up boundaries that say like, you don't have to respond for 48 hours or, you know, you never answer messages after X time, but they're finding themselves responding in way shorter time frames and answering messages, you know way past when they said they would. And so it's definitely setting the boundaries, but it's also sticking to the boundaries, right? Like if you're saying, I'm not going to answer messages after X time, but then you do it consistently, your clients will expect that of you. And then that's when that resentment and anxiety builds because you're like, well, I have to get them answered. They just expect that of me. And it's also like, yes, but you trained them. So that's like a whole other conversation. But what I'm saying is that Appropriate boundaries and response times and then actually sticking to them make a really, really big difference in the get it all done mentality because then you don't feel like you're missing something or that you have to do it right then. You're like, I have 48 hours to answer this message. It is not the type top priority like my sales post is or that sales conversation or that follow-up or whatever that is, right? doesn't mean you don't give excellent and exceptional service to your clients. It just means that you're clear on what the boundaries and what the container is for doing that, right? And then, you know, another piece that I'll just say here before we move on to the next one is really knowing what's possible with your time and getting realistic, right? Like, do you even know how much time you have and what that consistently looks like? Because what I see people do a lot of the time is they have this huge expectation of everything that they should get done and they simply don't have a time, like the time ability or a time commitment that matches up with that. And so they're constantly feeling crazy and constantly feeling anxiety. This is why I recommend time tracking so, so much. And we can talk about that a little bit more later. But actually time tracking like for a week, two weeks, whatever that is, what it looks like for you and your business and what amount of time you actually have and can contribute. I am the biggest fan of time tracking. I track time track all the time and it helps me so much because I just have a realistic view of what I can say yes to and what I have to say no to. And it helps me to know that like I'll get the things done that need to get done in the time frame they need to get done. But it also lets me pull back from that mentality of like every day I'm zeroing it out. Every day I have to answer every single person. Every day I have to be on top of everything. I have to say yes to everything. Like having control of and knowing 
my time and having tracked it really extensively. It's one of the greatest tools I have in my business. And so if you're really in that place right now of feeling that constant low-grade anxiety, feeling that need to check things off all the time, believing that you're supposed to hit zero every night, you got to start time tracking because that will really, really change things. But you also have to play with that mindset shift that we were talking about, right? From get it all done to did I get the most important things done to move us forward. Cool. Okay, so the next trap is believing that because your business is always on your mind, that means you're working all the time. This is a big one, you guys. So, so many people think they're working in their business all the time, but they're actually thinking about working all the time and not actually working. And I don't say this as a criticism. I say this as an awareness, right? I I have totally been there. So many of my clients have been there. This is just a really normal thing that I see happen in business, but you have to, have to, have to bring awareness to it because it is the thing that will make you the craziest, in my opinion. Okay, so I'm going to say that trap one more time. It's believing that because your business is always on your mind that it means you're working all the time. Right. So I hear people say things all the time like, oh, my gosh, I'm taking two courses. I'm getting a certification. I'm reading a top recommended business book and I'm thinking about my business all the time. And I am so exhausted and I'm still not getting results. Right. Like put in whatever variation of that you want. But I'm sure so many of you resonate with that. Except in that statement, they did not say one single thing about actually working on, quite honestly, or even in their business. Right? They're just learning and thinking and consuming, which does not produce results, you guys, right? Getting real with yourself on this is so important because this is literally the biggest game changer out there in terms of feeling overwhelmed with time is are you spending it actually doing things that move your business forward or are you consumed with thinking about it all the time but spending very very little time on the things that actually move it forward it's very similar to number one it's just a different thought process right so the antidote is still time track and prioritize (laughs) get the most important things done But it's just a different way that it's expressing itself, right? So in the first one, it's expressing itself through you checking all these random items off your to-do list and trying to get to zero every night. In this one, it's you learning and consuming and thinking so much that you're just in total overwhelm and feel like you're working all the time, but very little of it is actually moving the needle forward. Do you see the theme here? where we're so often wrapped up in all of these other things besides the handful of things that will actually create the results and make the difference. So if you're someone who can resonate with that, like the taking all the courses, getting the certification, reading the book, thinking all the time, redoing the strategy, uh, listening to the great podcast, I'm so glad you're here, but you get my point, right? And you're so overwhelmed and can't figure out why your results aren't showing up, I would really, really really recommend tracking your time and seeing how much of it is going to that. I actually did a live stream on this in my group not too long ago, and someone so wonderful, like just really, really appreciative of this, came on the live stream and shared with everyone like, yeah, I actually did this exact exercise, and I was spending 20 hours a week consuming content and reworking my strategy and learning stuff. 
20 hours, you guys, right? And like, you know, that is easy to do. Like you might be like, oh, 20 hours, fuck, I'm definitely not doing that. But she said she had no idea she was spending that much. And it was just like, you know, you watch a a module here and then you watch two live streams here and then you listen to this thing and then you decide to sign up for this course and what, and like, it gets real deep, (laughs) real quick. And then all of a sudden you're like doing the time track and you're like, oh my God, this is taking up 20 hours of my week. Imagine if I even spent half of that on visibility and sales related activities, not learning about visibility and sales, doing visibility and sales, right? Your entire business would change overnight, literally, right? And so I think this is really helpful because You can feel like you're working all the time and you can feel completely overwhelmed by this. And I think that's really important to say because I feel like that can feel really true for you. And so what can happen is when that feels really, really true for us, like, no, I am really overwhelmed and I am putting in so much time. Our brain almost doesn't open to the idea of like, but there's another way, but we're not really doing the things. And so I want to validate that feeling. Like I want to validate like, of course you feel overwhelmed. If if you're thinking about your business, you know, for 40 hours a week, it feels just as overwhelming as working in it 40 hours a week. And quite honestly, I would even say more so because it's creating all of this intensity. We're like doing the work in the business. Yes, it might create some mindset stuff and some resistance and whatever, but that feeling of moving it forward is so different than that feeling of just being consumed by and in consumption of it. So validation, if you feel overwhelmed AF, I know that feels so real. I know that it feels maybe more intense than it would if you were working in it, but... (laughs) You got to bring awareness to that and shift it because that is such a trap in this online space. Like I personally think this is the biggest trap there is. This is personally why I'm not a big course person myself in terms of what I do in a lit up life because I really think that we can just spend so much time in learning and consumption. And I feel like sometimes the more we learn, the more we predicate you know, that idea that there's more to learn. And then I think we just get in action so quickly. And what I see happen to people is they know so much that they're frozen, right? I'm sure I've given this example on here before, but I think about it a lot, which is like, if you go like deep, deep, deep in the like nutrition rabbit hole and you come up for air, you're like, well, clearly the only thing I can eat is kale. And I would have to at least wash it 16 times before I did that. You know what I mean, right? It's like the more you know, the more you get freaked out sometimes, right? Where if you just kind of picked one diet and stuck to it, you'd probably really see the results. (laughs) Where if you go so, so, so deep down that rabbit hole, you're just like kind of going to freeze or say fuck it because you just know too much and it's so overwhelming. This is what business is like. It's almost like the less you know, the better sometimes. <laughs> and I know that sounds so counterintuitive, but it's really true because the more you learn, the more you're like, well, but this contradicts this. And so then should I do this? And I'm not sure because this person mentioned this in that training, but this person said this. And so now I'm super confused. And so then you're on this 
really big hamster wheel where all day you're like replaying these things in your head, right? Like you listen to literally and you're like, well, Lacey said this. Then you go listen to someone else and you're like, well, in this course, they're telling me this. Oh my God, I really think both of them are doing a great job. So I wonder which one I should do and which one's right for me. And I have no, you see what I mean? It's total stress, total overwhelm. And this is where your time goes. And this is why you could spend hours a day feeling like you're working. I'm using hand quotations here, right? And not actually be. So the real trap here is that thinking because your business is always on your mind that it means you're working all the time. Getting that time tracking done and getting really, really clear on how much time am I spending learning and consuming versus how much time am I spending in my business, I will tell you that so many of the new entrepreneurs I talk to are spending way more time learning and consuming than doing. So many. This is like a pervasive and huge problem in this space. That might be you, right? And honestly, this even happens to my clients that are much further along sometimes too, where they kind of find themselves like, you know, about to launch a program on something new or whatever, and they go down this rabbit hole that they should learn everything about that. And then they're like, oh my God, what? I have to come up for air. I haven't even like done the things that move this launch forward, right? And so this is a trap you can fall into at any level, but I think certainly it affects you entrepreneurs a little bit more. So the antidote, you guys, is number one, be aware of it right? Number two, track your time and actually be really, really real with yourself how much time is going to this. It might temporarily feel better to like learn the next thing or consume the next thing, but I promise you long-term, it will feel way, way, way better to be doing the top three things every day that move your business forward and to be seeing those results. So really check in with yourself on this one. And then the third one, okay, So this one is really interesting because I feel like this conversation doesn't happen in our space at all. And so I want to be such, what is the word I want to say? Vocal participant? I don't know. Whatever. doesn't matter. I want to be vocal (laughs) about this conversation way more often because I feel like it really does not get um, clarity in our space at all. And it keeps people really stuck. So it's, here's the trap. It's that thinking your results should look like someone else's without having a clue what their time investment is. I'm going to say that one more time. Thinking that your results should look like someone else's without having a clue what their time investment is. Okay. So what I mean by this is, You know, you have to know what you can actually do with the time you have, and you have to not hold yourself to a standard of someone working way more, right? I'm not saying it's all about effort because I don't think it is, but naturally, if you're working one hour a day versus seven, your results will just look different than someone else, and you have to be okay with that versus compare, right? But even with the people, um, you know, with seven hours a day, you can totally waste time if you're not doing the right things. But let's look at this in another way. If we see time as an investment, right? Just like if someone invests seven times as much as you in the stock market, they're just more likely to get a bigger and better return. That's just normal. It's math. But if they invest in the wrong things, it doesn't mean that they will. It doesn't mean that it's guaranteed, right? But you can't compare your investment results to someone investing seven times as much as you. It's literally apples to oranges. It wouldn't make sense. If you went to like your financial management person and were like, hey, I heard you got so-and-so X amount 
out of their investment, why didn't I get that? They'd be like, well, so-and-so invested seven times as much. That's why. Like, you know what I mean? And so that's what's so funny. Like, (laughs) and we'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, that's true. That makes sense. But in business, we do not do that to ourselves, right? We're like, something must be wrong that I'm not getting the exact same results as this person. And clearly it's me and clearly I'm fucked up and clearly like whatever, my 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 brand sucks or my launch sucks or my offer sucks or I suck or whatever. And I think it's just so important to see that everybody is investing in different ways in their business. But if you're comparing your investment to someone, again, like that's investing seven times as much or seven times as less and thinking that it should look exactly the same, you're missing the point. Again, it's not the whole point. Of course, someone can be doing what I just talked about. They can be like, quote unquote, working seven hours a day, but what they really mean is consuming. And they're not going to get the results as someone who works one hour a day and like gets that important shit done. But on the whole... If I'm doing the right things and investing in the right places, if I have seven hours, my results are just going to look different based on investment level. And that is okay, you guys. We have to stop making that wrong and we have to stop comparing apples to oranges. So what people will do is they'll see someone's result on the internet and, and they'll think they have to get that exact same one, but they have zero context of what that person has invested. By the way, this is true with money and team and like, that's a whole other conversation about, uh, you know, about margins and things like that in their business. So that's that's relevant here too, but it's not what we're talking about, right? But using that stock market example or using that example of going to your financial planner and saying, why are they getting bored? That's exactly what you're doing to yourself online almost all day long, Right? And so I really want you to keep in mind that the people you're comparing yourself to without proper knowledge of like what they're focusing on, what their time is spent on, and how much time they're investing, you're really putting yourself in a very, very difficult position to think that you should have to be getting those same results or it means something is wrong. You know what I mean? So I really like to point this out because I feel like This crucial conversation is just totally missing where we're basically saying like across the board, no matter what, no matter how, you know, you show up or how much time you can invest or whatever, your results should be like this. And if they're not, you don't know the magic secret. Um, no, that's just totally not how business works. And it's so fucking stupid. On the whole, business works like we put an investment, we get it back right? So if I can only invest an hour, then yeah, my growth might be a little bit slower, but it doesn't mean it has to be super slow, right? It means if I can spend that hour investing in the right places, then it could be exponential, just like the stock market, right? If I am only investing, you know, seven times less than someone else, but I pick the exact right thing, guess what? Shit can blow up, right? So that potentiality is totally there. But again, on the whole, if we're both doing the same things and investing in the same places and someone else just invests seven times more, of course, they're going to get a different outcome. So I really want you to think about that. And I I think that that, um, though it hasn't come up explicitly with Rachel, I think that's really true with her where it's like, you know, she's just investing seven times more into her PR business. So of course, (laughs) the results are a little more present there. And it can be really hard not to just compare to yourself even, right? Like, oh my gosh, why is 
blissful budget not moving forward more, well, it's been hard for her to even find that hour for it. So of course it's going to move a little slower. Of course it's going to like not have um, the same level of clientele or revenue or whatever. And so I just really want to point that out because what our brains will do to us is say, well, that means this business sucks or that means I'm doing it wrong, right? And it doesn't. You just have to look at the time investment, okay? So let's talk about kind of like the takeaways from this if you're super short on time. I So one thing I just want to say, right, is in, in terms of like MSE and the mindset strategy execution framework, I always talk about how mindset is the foundation. And it is. But the reason we're starting this conversation with Rachel and in this solo episode and really putting the focus on time is because if we start with the strategy and time, then it helps us to figure out and makes it so clear what the mindset work is that we need to do. So I'm not saying that if you don't get super locked in on your time and strategy that the mindset issues disappear. I'm just saying they become clear, (laughs) right? But if you don't have locked in on strategy and time like we're talking about here, then it's really, really hard to actually do the mindset work because we don't know what's there. Like if the mindset work is, well, I'm just comparing my one hour to someone else's seven hours, great, but we need to know do, what's your one hour? Like what, are, what do you even have an hour? Do you even know if you have an hour? I feel like you will be so surprised how many people have no idea how much time they can even work or how much time they even are working. When you can figure that out, then we can figure out what the mindset gaps are. Does that make sense? So anyway, just wanted to like throw that in there that the secondary piece of this is you have to figure all that out, right? But if you're short on time, this is the first thing you have to do is time track, look at these traps, figure out where your time is actually going, figure out what time you can actually contribute, right? So my biggest tip is be a great investor of your time, right? Just like if you're short on money, you have to be a lot more intentional with it than if you have a ton to spare. So let's go back to that stock market thing. If I'm investing in the stock market and I have seven times less than someone else, I want to do my freaking research. I want to be an exceptional investor. I want to be really, really intentional where that money's going, where someone that has seven times that they're investing in the stock market, they could be a little bit more lax. They might be a little less intentional. They might be like, "Mm, we'll see how this one does and what happens there, right? If you're short on time, the same thing is true. It's time to be a great, intentional, and exceptional investor, right? So how can you do that? You can time block, right? Get really clear on what needs to happen and put it in your calendar. I am a big fan of no white space calendars. And so what I mean by that is knowing where your time is going at all times, at least for a period of time. So in other words, like, can you spend two weeks where you block off every moment of the day? It doesn't mean a block can't say white space. It's just that you're intentional that that's what it's being used for. I think this teaches people a ton. It shows them what they can actually fit in their day. It shows them what they actually have time for. And it shows them that they actually do have time to get the most important things done. It also shows them where they have to say no to things, right? So I've had to say no to a lot in my business lately. And the only reason I know that I can do that is because I can see my time block calendar and I can just see, well, there's nowhere to put that. That wouldn't take away from something else that's more important. So I have to say no. It makes me an exceptional investor, okay? 
also knowing where your investment is going, right? So that looks like time tracking. So that time blocking, time tracking, they seem like the same thing, but they're really not. So time tracking is like what's actually going on here. And then time blocking is like what do I actually want it to look like and how can I try to follow it, right? It's almost like if you were going to work with a nutritionist, they'd probably want you to write down like what you were eating all the time at first and then they would give you the meal plan. That's basically what this is. Your own time tracking is just writing down what's happening now and time blocking is like the ideal meal plan, right? But both give you really important data and both give you really important frames around how to be a better investor. If you set up a very clear and specific way that you want to intentionally invest your time and don't change it and actually stick to it, everything can change in your business, right? But don't spend all of your time changing it, right? So this is another thing. It's like people can get really into the time blocking then and they're like changing their calendar every week and they're reworking the strategy all the time. This is not that. This is like track your time, figure out what's going on, decide how to time block in a way that fits you best. Pick your strategy, pick your top priorities, and then freaking stick to it. Make that calendar look as similar as possible every week. Be doing the same things, be getting those same priorities done, right? And obviously those are really, you know, simple, (laughs) you know, like they don't have to be crazy. It's like, are you getting visible in front of your people? Are you giving value? Are you selling? You know what I'm saying? Like, Basically, every program on the internet just tells you a more or less complicated version of that. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's why also all the learning is not as useful as it seems because every single thing is telling you a more or less complicated version of get visible, give value, sell, right? So if you can get really clear on how you can put those in your calendar, on how much you're actually doing them now, on what, how much you actually have time for and want to be doing them, that is when you become an exceptional investor of your time into your business, right? So just like if somebody gave you $100,000 tomorrow to invest in your business, you wouldn't be like, mm, whatevs. <laughs> some might go here, some might go here. I don't know. We'll just see. I'll spend it when I feel like it, right? You'd of course be like, okay, what makes sense to do with this? Where do I want to invest it? Where am I going to get the greatest return on my investment? All of that. We want to do the exact same thing with time right? So it's time to get clear on the time that you actually have, right? What strategy you're investing in, what that looks like on a calendar, and then sticking to it without finding yourselves in in these traps that we went over, right? Of comparing to someone else that's just investing at a different level of believing that you should be learning all the time and that your business, you know, being on your mind equals work or, you know, feeling like you have to get it done all day. Like those are the traps we need to avoid in becoming a great investor of our time. Cool. So I hope that was really helpful for you. I hope this inspires you to do some time tracking. I hope it inspires you to do some time blocking. And I ultimately hope it helps you think about your time in a different way. I think that so often we don't respect our own time very much and we're not a great investor of it. And then we're constantly overwhelmed and frustrated and we feel like people aren't respecting it back like our clients. But if you do this work, if you become an exceptional investor of your time and it's something you really value, 
and bring intention to, it will be wildly surprising how much other people like clients start reflecting that back to you as well. So give this a try. I promise it will make a big difference in your business and reach out to me and let me know what comes up for you and what you learn through this. I love to hear how this helps you share it with me. Keep me posted. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.